You know what's been driving me irrationally crazy lately? Um, it's the TikToks. I know. It's the TikToks and Reels that have that voiceover. It's that automated voiceover where it's the husky guy's voice, and it's it all. It's always it always has the same like, I I'm a loyal friend, but I'll be righteously violent if necessary. I'll pre-, and it's like no, you won't. Like come off it, no, you won't. It's always it's always it drives me crazy. It's always um, a close up picture. Of like a lion's face. And it's always like. If you cross me or someone I love. I will stab you in the heart. And it's like no you won't. Like stop. It's either a lion's face. Or uh, I saw it's either uh, a lion or Rip from Yellowstone. It's either Rip from Yellowstone or a lion. Yeah dude you're, you're yes. Yes you are you're yes. Yeah you are the most violent but controlled person in the world. You've got it all. I am a loyal friend, but I'll shoot your mom in the face if that, like, no, you won't. Like, okay, fine. If that, who is that for? Who, who's watching that? Who's watching those TikToks and then they're like, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm totally, I'm Peaky Blinders. Like, who's watching? Who is that for? It's no one I know. Maybe it is. Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot like this today. Um, I don't know. Is it going to turn into like Andy Rooney or where I'm just Andy Rooney kids was a uh, journalist, a television journalist from the 1900s who said, you know what? I don't understand. No. Um, am I turning into that? Cause I'm an old man. I don't know anymore. I've had two nighttime crazies the last night. Um, two nights ago, I I woke up in the middle of the night and clawed my contact lenses out of my head. And I sleep in my contacts all the time. Um, it's nothing new. I, I clawed my contacts. I didn't hurt myself, but I wanted them out. And then I threw them on the floor and then went back to sleep. And then... Last night, I had this irrational, intense fear that the painting on my wall above my bed, I have a painting of the Commonwealth of Kentucky uh, on, a, on a, a canvas purchased from Michael's Art Supply uh, above my bed, and I couldn't shake the deep dread feeling that that canvas was going to somehow come off the wall and smash me in the face. So uh, instead of removing it from the wall, I just did a 180 and I put my head at the foot of the bed for the remainder of my sleep, my slumber. Um, yeah, I, 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 neither one of those things is... My contacts were fine, and then the painting's not going anywhere off that wall. It would take a seismic event that <laughs> to do that. So um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening, and I could. I, I've I've had bedtime crazies before. 
Um, I sleep good. That's something. Like all I have to do is is not move for a moment, and and your boy is in uh, is in Slumber Town. Welcome to Slumber Town. And um, but I don't. I it makes me wonder what nocturnal adventures I'll have tonight. I heard I heard voices once in my sleep. Um, <laughs> it was a few years ago. I was going to sleep. Uh, before bed, I was looking, uh, scrolling through the Facebook uh, because I'm a hundred years old, and I saw a friend of a friend's post, someone I didn't even know personally. Um, their their child had lost their hearing aid, and uh, in a Hobby Lobby, they had thrown their little baby hearing aid somewhere in a Hobby Lobby, and they had put on Facebook that they got kicked out of Hobby Lobby by the management at closing time because. I mean, they can't stay there all night, and they had to leave knowing the hearing aid was in there somewhere. And uh, as I was falling asleep immediately after reading that story, uh, I heard an audible voice one time, and the and as I'm sleeping, the voice goes, "You know, you're the only one that can find that, right?" And I could hear it, like I heard it wasn't my voice. Um. To the point where I just sat up in bed and I was like, "Hold, oh, what is? Who is in here?" Um, and then I, I, I said, "Oh, it's nothing." And I, I put my head back on the pillow and I went to go to sleep. And the voice, even louder, said, "You know, you're the only one that can find that, right?" I'm like, "I'm going crazy." Um, so I sat up in bed and I actually spoke to the voice out loud. I know I'm not saying that. Yeah, I clawed my eyes out the other night. It's not the same. I said, um. I said, if you let me sleep, if you just leave me alone, the first thing tomorrow, I will get in my car, I will drive two towns away. Uh, it was Richmond, Richmond's Hobby Lobby in here in Kentucky. I said, I'll drive two towns away and I'll find that little boy's hearing aid. And uh, after I said that, I laid back down, I went straight to sleep. And it was one of those sleeps where you close your eyes and then, then the next second you open them and it's eight hours later. Um... So I woke up, uh, I went, I had to go uh, find my wife. We don't sleep in the same room. Probably because I've got night terrors. Are these night terrors? I guess I've, I've known the term, but I don't know. Do I have night? I'd like to be diagnosed if anybody would like to do that. Um, send your diagnosis in $8 to Venmo. Um. <laughs> what? No. Um, so I went to my wife and I said, hey, I heard a voice talking to me last night in my room. And this is how long she's been married to me. She was just like, yeah, what would it say? <laughs> I said that I have to go to the Hobby Lobby two towns over and find a hearing aid. She was like, all right, let's uh, let's take our boy to school first. And then you and I will go over to we'll go over to the Hobby Lobby. We'll see what this voice wants. I was like, has it been that weird living with me? And she's like, oh, yeah, no, it's it's a struggle every day. <laughs> um, so we drove over to the Hobby Lobby. We got there before they opened. And uh, we went in and searched the Hobby Lobby for a couple hours. And I was getting frustrated. And I couldn't. we couldn't find this. We touched literally everything in this Hobby Lobby looking for this little boy's hearing aid. And, and in, the, in the post, his mother, who I didn't know, made she said they purposely made it lime neon green so if the baby ever took it out they could find it pretty easy um 
So I'm looking for it, and we're going. I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, ugh, this is so stupid. And I and I get so frustrated after like an hour and a half, two hours of searching this Hobby Lobby and touching everything in this place. I start like audibly arguing with this voice. Um, and I, I remember saying, you have set me adrift. I said, I can't believe you brought me here. You, you, and just to set me adrift is what I said. And when I said adrift, I looked down and there was a little toy sailboat on one of the end caps. And on the little sailboat was a little green hearing aid. The little boy had put it on the sailboat like he was floating. It's something little boys. I get that. I get the impulse. Um, so I grabbed it real quick. I celebrated like it was touchdown. And I grabbed it real quick and I took it to the manager because they were aware of the situation. And I took it over there and I gave it to him. And and he was like, well, the mother's here. She got here right after you did. Uh, and she's here. She, I'll go get her. And I was like, no, I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> um, because I'm going to have to explain to her that I was brought here by a disembodied audible voice. Have you and, and uh, audible voice? And and have you ever noticed that people who hear things um, are always crazy, uh, always across the board? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I want. I wonder what. I wonder what tonight. I wonder what terrors await in the dark uh, for for me. All right. I've literally just come to a decision. You are you're you're here at the birth of something new. I am swearing off. From from this point on, I'm swearing off hyperbole. I can't do it anymore. Um, you ever get into that weird headspace where you you like I'll look at something red, and I wonder if you are seeing the same red. If anyone else is seeing the same red, I'm seeing. In the same way. There's no way to know, right? Now, it'll be the same. But it can't be the same. <laughs> Is that too far out? Um, listen, how do you know that the red you're seeing is the red? I've been having that thought since high school. This is, this is trite bullcrap. But how do you know? And there's no way. I There's no way you and I have the same number of taste buds in our mouths. So for me to tell you that this barbecue is the greatest barbecue in the world and all other bar... I, I, I was thinking about this because a friend of mine on social media posted... Uh, uh, they're not from America, and they posted about their cheesesteak. And they're like, did I make a cheesesteak right? And boy, did those Philadelphia cats chime in. And and they have strong opinions. And this cheesesteak is the greatest cheesesteak in the world. And that cheesesteak is, is, is an inferior cheesesteak. It can't taste the same to us. Can't we all just admit that hyperbole is killing us slowly? Like it's like like 
it's holding our head under the water of enjoyment until the bubbles stop rising to the top. Can we just admit that to ourselves and stop being like this? I don't want to be like this anymore. People ask for restaurant suggestions all the time for me when they come to visit and they come into town and they're like, oh, what restaurant should we go to? And for me to say, oh, this place, this barbecue restaurant is the best. I don't know. I don't know what you like. I don't know. Can anyone really know anyone else? No. Can I tell you that I went to a barbecue restaurant with my friend and it was a beautiful sunny day and my friend Mike Leffler and I sat in the sun uh, and Bill Bittner, we sat in the sun and we ate delicious barbecue and we talked about the old days and reminisced about what our friendship meant. I can't recreate that for you. And I don't know why I'm all aggressive about this all of a sudden, but I just got some things I got to get out and you clicked on me. I didn't click on you. I need to settle down. Take a breath. I just can't do hyperbole anymore. You know who... I'm a basketball fan. I watch basketball. I love NBA basketball. But, oh my God, who cares if... When I was... I'm telling you how old I am. Dr. J was the end-all, be-all. And no one was ever going to be as good as Dr. J. And then Michael came. And Michael's the greatest. And then and then there was a question about who the next guy is. And and then the muddy the waters got really muddy. But stop caring. Who don't you like seeing players at the highest level? Why do you care if people have, like horse racing? I mean, I'm I'm a horse racing guy. No man of war couldn't beat anybody. He raced in 1919. Stop comparing people to other people it's not get stop comparing horses he's racing 1919 frank frank gifford was the best running back in the nfl bring bring frank gifford tomorrow here in a time machine how many yards does he get against the pittsburgh steelers none and he gets fatally wounded on the first play and dies things are different now so, so no, I'm not telling you where the best barbecue restaurant is. I'm not telling you what I think is the... No, I'm not going to have strong opinions about this. No. You can't make me. That being said, uh, if I come across a nice product or something, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know about it. And I want you to know that I'm not being paid in any way. Because uh, why would you... Uh, no, all, no, in none of these endorse, endorsements. Um, but if I come across something nice, I'm going to tell you about it. Have you guys heard about this fireball stuff? It's delicious. <laughs> so hyper, hyperbole is, is done. Let's just all take a moment and swear off hyperbole. Okay? No one is the best anything. People have great moments, and people are consistently great, but no one's the best anything, and no, no, nothing is the best. It's not the best apple pie in the world. You, you, just, just because you've never been out of Carmel, Indiana, doesn't mean that you've found the best apple pie in the world, because you don't know. How do you know? I was in Spain a few, a mo- a few months ago, and, and they couldn't stop talking about this paella place. 
Oh, it's the best paella in Spain. Oh, this is this is the the end all be all, be all paella. You have to have this paella, paella, paella. It's driving me crazy. So I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Let's go have that. It's bad jambalaya. There, I said it. Somebody had to. If you ever been to Louisiana, Louisiana jambalaya, jambalaya is better than anything in Spain. Yeah. Xenophobia one. <laughs> Worldliness zero. It was bad jambalaya. Jambalaya is pretty good, though. <laughs> no more hyperbole. No more hyperbole. I'm swearing it off. And if you know what's good for you, you will also swear it off. Hey, kids, let's make this interactive. Um, if you have something you want to communicate to me, um, I'm not making a new email for this. Um, that's a fool's errand. Um, if you've got the Instagram, go to at, that's the A sign with the circle around it. Go to at newman1313 and send me a DM. I'd love to hear uh, that this nonsense found its way to anyone. That would make me quite happy. So uh, talk to me in that way. You and I can we can communicate in the least efficient way possible, where you will write something in my DMs. I absolutely could just write back whatever uh, the response to that would be. But instead, I'm going to record it, edit it, sit on a week, sit on it a week, and then release it on Spotify. <laughs> Let's do that instead. No, I want to hear what you guys are, are into. Um, I'm pretty, tonight, um, my family is out of town, so I'm doing, I'm doing risky business. <laughs> I'm going to take those old records off the shelf. Um, you know what I've I've got lined up is I've down I've uh, I've accessed and downloaded a lot of Elvis Presley's uh, movies. I've gotten four. I won't get through four because it's the same movie. I mean I love Elvis movies, but you know King Creole is roused about roused about his kissing cousins, kissing's cousin, kissing cousins is Viva Las Vegas. So it, you know he's he's a down on his luck handsome boy meets a girl. He and the girl get into some kind of misunderstanding. He punches somebody, reconciles with the girl. But boy, can I turn my brain off and just enjoy myself. Um, I can really enjoy myself watching. I get transported to another place and time. Sometimes he works at a carnival. Sometimes he bakes clams. Sometimes he's a race car driver in Las Vegas because that's a thing. They only had their first their first race this year, but no, sometimes he's a race car driver. He and Ann Margaret, uh, jump around a pool for a little bit. So, um, I'm going to do an Elvis movie, but I, uh, I got to find out. I can't, I have to feed myself. Um, and that's hard. I live in the sticks. Um, I'm out in the woods, man. And, uh, there's only one restaurant and the special tonight in our town's, in our town's restaurant, 
singular is crab cakes. And uh, boy, landlocked crab cakes don't sound that appealing. Do you know how far that crab had to travel to get here and how long how long it's been since that crab drew a breath of of sweet salty air um so i don't know maybe i'll make myself a pb and j it reminds me of the time i had a kidney stone i had i had the most delicious sandwich hyperbole damn it i had a very passable sandwich i had a serviceable sandwich <laughs> um uh from a sandwich shop downstairs from where I lived at the time. Uh, it was a it was a BLT, but with guacamole. So it was an LGBT, is what it was. Um, and I, I got the sandwich, and I ate half of it. It was cut diagonally, like all good sandwiches should be. It was cut, had him so good. And I sat down to watch Matt Damon uh, on Mars. And I was feeling great. I was really enjoying the sandwich. And um, I started feeling a little funny, even before Matt Damon was in trouble. Matt Damon wasn't even in trouble yet. And I started feeling funny. Um, so I went to the bathroom, and that's when I had my first kidney stone attack of my entire life. And I used to think the kidney stone, the painful part, would be my, my penis. But no, it, you pray for that thing to get there. Uh, when it's lodged in your in your in your kidney, that's where the pain is. I but I didn't know. I had nothing to compare it to, so I thought it was a heart attack. Um, so I like I remember panicking, thinking I was having a heart attack, and um, I remember the only thought in my head was, I, the only thought I could keep in my head was I have to get to the door. That way, at least someone will like see me laying in the door jam, the doorway. Uh, that way, I won't die right here, and not no one will find me. I didn't die, um, but that's the last time I had to feed myself. So good luck with that. Or that you know what? It's a forty-five minute one-way drive, but I just read that that deli where I got the LGBT sandwich. Um, uh, they're losing like a bunch of money because they paved the street in front of their deli, so they can't they don't have any street parking. And then get this, they came back a month later and repaved where they already paved. I think it was some kind of clerical error. So they had yeah, it's awful. They've had the road paved twice, right in front of their deli. So I may that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go an hour and and a half round trip, total travel time. To get a sandwich, the ingredients of which I could get from the Save-A-Lot down the street, just to be a minch, and give these people some money. <laughs> so, um, what? A, there you go. See, you, sometimes we just have to talk this stuff out. Sometimes we have to talk it out, a little bit of stream of consciousness, and we can formulate a plan that, at its root, is, is ridiculous. Um, my, I, I, I've had this plan for years. My wife is a, is a German. That is her, that is her nationality and her, her grandmother, um, uh, her name is, she's got a crazy name. Her name is Ursula. <laughs> and I always thought about opening up a bratwurst cart 
and calling it Ursula's Germantown, but going the whole way, like Lederhosen, traditional oompa music on the speakers, but just like store-bought bratwurst, like the white ones in regular buns. But just going full, just like don't look back, just hold your breath and jump full German you know, I may, I, I may or not, I reserve the right to do the accent. I <laughs> but yeah, Ursula's Germantown. TM, don't steal. Oh, I had another idea. Did you know professional jockeys? Here, sh- this is Shark Tank. Did you know professional jockeys have mechanical horses that they exercise on? They're called equisizers. If you want to give it a Google, an equisizer. And it is a stationary mechanical horse that that's head articulates and you can put a real saddle on it and you can ride it and loosen up professional jockeys loosen up on mechanical horses now hear me out sharks you know soul cycle is just stationary bikes and then like a teacher motivating you in the screens soul cycle but instead of bikes it's a bunch of those mechanical horses in front of a screen and then point of view video on the screen of a race. It's a total body workout. Tell me it wouldn't be more fun to go in there and ride mechanical horses and get your sweat on. Um, but people would ruin it. They'd come in and they'd wear like the silks and that they, you know, they'd go overboard. They couldn't just come in in t-shirts. Um, but that's my idea is, is for, what was the other TM I did? I just said it. Oh my God, you're going to rob me blind. Welcome back, my little kumquats. This is the wrap-up section of this little show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for making it this far. I wonder who you are, the type of... What sort of person has made it this far in a pilot episode of a doomed, sure-to-fail podcast. You, that's the kind of person. You're not afraid. You're not afraid of, of new things. You're not frightened of technology. I'm gunning for half an hour. I don't want to take up more than half an hour of your week. Um... I just want to be, uh, I was told the way to do this is just be a good companion for people in their cars. And uh, I think the art of being a good companion in the car is gone. I, I, uh, I drive mostly with my family. I got, old, I got old Nintendo Switch in the back seat. And then I got my wife who goes immediately to sleep the moment that we we start driving like immediately and we'll wake up two to three minutes before the destination. Even if it's across town or across country, she'll wake up just in time and it's super frustrating and I can't listen to the radio because that would wake her up. She, she will wake up. She does this thing. She's sleeping over there. She wakes up, turns off the radio that I'm listening to while driving and goes back to sleep. It is infuriating. Um, when I was a kid, my father is 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 deaf, and he had a colloquial implant, and he had his hearing fixed. But music is painful to my to my father. Can you imagine that? Like music is more irritating than than soothing or or enjoyable. 
So road trips like cross country, no radio unless the ball game was on. If like there was if there was a ball game on or talk radio, that that would be fine. But no, nah, no music, no nothing. You had to pack it yourself. Um, and I just I'm realizing I'm the same way with. Uh, I should put. You know what I'm going to do next time I'm I'm with my son uh, when he gets back from his little trip. Um, I'm going to run his Nintendo Switch through the speakers in the car. There you go. There's my good dad moment. I'm going to let him hear his Fortnite through the surround sound stereo in the car. All right, there you go. Pat yourself on the back, dad of the year. Uh, But thank you for letting me come through the speakers in your car or at the gym or wherever you are. Thank you for joining us. Um, We're going to go once a week, kids. Uh, I'm going to start working on banks now. Even before episode two, I'm going to start working on banks. Um, I'm going to be with you every uh, every Sunday afternoon is when I'm going to upload these. So please um, interact with me because otherwise I'm just screaming into the void. And that's not, that's not okay. I'll lose energy fast. Look, remember that you know how you watch the first season of a sitcom you love? And you almost don't like if it, it, if you're in syndication, it starts over after the finale to season one, and it's just so foreign. That's what this episode is. It's not going to be like this. Fifty-two weeks from now, I'm going to be hitting the old stride, baby, baby dolls, kumquats is what I'll call you, my little kumquats. I'll be hitting my stride. You're getting in on the ground floor. It's going to be way better than this. Which, I mean, there's not a lot that could be worse, but it's going to be better than this. So stay with me. Have a little. Invest in a little faith. Invest in yourselves. I just want a half an hour, a half an hour of your week. I just want you to peel off a half an hour of your week, for uh, for me, for old for old Daddy Newman. Um, I'm just gonna call this Newman the podcast. I'm just gonna call it my last name, Newman. I could be clever, but I, how about I be clever in the 30 minutes we're together instead of the title? So, okay. Will you meet me back here in seven days' time? In just seven sleeps, baby kumquats, you come right back here. Seven sleeps, you come right back here, and we're going to do this all again.